Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Pauly Sebelia. Hour number two of Orange Nation underway on ESPN Radio. Stephen Pauly with you up until 2 o'clock as we go back to our guest line and bring on our next guest today. He'll be doing the postgame show with me throughout the rest of the SU basketball season. Not tonight. We've got Steve Evans, former LeMoyne coach, joining me tonight. But Eric Devendorf on with us now to talk some Q's basketball. Devo, how are you? Great to talk to you. What's going on, guys? Appreciate you having me. All right, so uh, as Paulie said at the top of the show, it's like uh, it's like Christmas for college basketball fans. First day, uh, SU Lafayette tonight. Uh, Colgate's got their opener. We know there's Duke, Kentucky, Michigan State, Kansas. Uh, I guess first and foremost, you being a basketball fan, how excited are you, Eric, that uh, the basketball is back in our lives? Oh, excited! I, I think excited more so that the fans get to you know come in the dome and you get to feel that energy and. Uh, you know, opposing teams, they got to go against that environment again. So um, I'm excited for these guys. I think uh, I think Hughes has a good, solid team this year, and uh, I'm ready to get it going. Of these newcomers, obviously the three transfers and, and Benny Williams, the stud freshman, of these newcomers, who are you most excited to see uh, play in, in his first regular season game in an orange uniform tonight? Well, you know what? I, I think, you know, all three of the guys, um, you know, Samir, Jimmy, and Cole, um, you know, had some good stuff that they showed in the expedition uh, games. But I think just Cole Swider, I think just the way he can shoot the ball uh, and the way he can uh, extend the floor and he can put it on the floor a little bit, one, two dribbles. Uh, but I think just when he gets in his rhythm and it's a fit now that he's here at Syracuse, Villanova was, he's playing behind some guys, but he seems to be comfortable here. And he's a guy that when he gets hot, I mean, he could go for, you know, 25 points. In consecutive games, so he's going to be a guy that I'm definitely keeping my eye out. You being a former player, Eric, how much does it matter for like Buddy Beheim that Cole is on the team now? I used the analogy last week about uh, a home run hitter who's got some protection in the lineup behind him, so that he's going to see some good pitches. Is 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 that a a fitting analogy here that with Cole on the floor, that's going to make defenses play them a little bit more honest, and Buddy might get some better looks now? Huge. I, I think it just, you know, when you have that many shooters on the floor, you know, in the starting lineup, you know, you have four guys that are shooting the ball extremely well. And when you have that, you really can't, you know, play off too much because now if you play off, the guys get an open shot. And with these guys, you only need, you know, an inch off and these, the shot's going up. So definitely takes a lot of pressure off Buddy, takes a lot of pressure off all the guys. The biggest thing that I was thinking for these guys, we need a consistent guy who can get down there and, and break the defense down, get in the lane. Uh, and then make plays for others. I think it can be Joe, but I think also we could get some of that from Jimmy, kind of like on a a Marek type thing where he can get it in the mid post or the high post. And I think we saw him early on in in the few exhibition games that he could draw the double team and he's able to make the right read. So um, I think if we have that, you know, a guy who could really get in and and break it down once everything is kind of at a standstill, then uh, it'll help us out a lot more as well. So we had Mike McAllister on at the top of the show, and he said that one of his biggest question marks was, you know, let's say Cuse is down one, final possession, game on the line, who gets the ball, who kind of creates his own shot, or, you know, what, what do you do? You know, in the past you would give it to Tyus Battle and say go make a play, or, you know, Pearl Washington back in the day. There are countless examples. It, does that guy exist on this team where you, you can give him the ball, and I, I know that's kind of going along the lines of what you were just saying, give him the ball, though, go make a play when you need it most? Well, yeah, we do. I think we do need a guy like I think every team, you know, needs a guy like that. When everything, like I said, is at a standstill, breaks down, and you can just give it to him and say, hey, go make a play either for yourself or some, for somebody else. And 
you know, we've seen Joe have the capabilities of, of getting in the lane, getting to the rim, getting to the free throw line, and, and I think he's good enough to where he can make those reads to where if the defense steps up or helps off, you know, he can kick it to the shooter. And uh, I think another big help would be Samir coming off the bench. I think he has the capability of, to be able to get in the lane and, and make the right read. And I think a big thing for um, this season, for these guys, we want to try to push the pace. So now if we can get easy shots and transitions, we got shooters all over the floor, uh, we can get those guys up the floor and get them easy looks. Then we really won't have to face the, that half-court offense as much. But uh, we definitely need that guy uh, to step up when the shot clock's down, where we need a big bucket at the end of the game to go ahead and uh, break his defender down and make a play. Now, I know that you were on the, the radio broadcast uh, for the exhibition games. <laughs> and, you know, in terms of rebounding, Syracuse only re- out-rebounded pace by three, only out-rebounded LeMoyne by eight, and in both cases, they gave up double-digit offensive rebounds. How concerned are you? I guess, number one, are you concerned? If so, how concerned are you about the, the rebounding and, and whether or not that's going to be an issue this year for this team? Well, for me, the three things that I think they could be a top-five team in conference if they do these three things, play defense consistently, got to be active in the zone, got to rebound the ball both ends, and then we, we just talked about it, have a guy that can – you know, create a shot for itself and, and for others. So uh, we're not a small team. If you, you know, you see the back line, uh, we got some pretty big guys. Jimmy, he, he's a big guy. Um, athletically, I know, you know, people have some questions about that, but I think Benny Williams is um, just a super athlete. I think he's, he's one of the better athletes in the country, and uh, I think he'll get better as the year goes on. So it has to be a team effort. Whenever we're playing the zone, it always has to be a team effort. It's, it's not a, a certain guy. It's that your area that you're boxing out. So, when that guy comes into your area, you got to make sure you, you get him and go after the ball. So it's going to be a team effort, but those three things are, are really going to be crucial for this team. You know, the zone defense, rebounding, uh, and then having that guy who can really create for, for himself and others. What do you make uh, of the center position, Devo, with, you know, obviously Jesse Edwards is, is going to play a lot. Uh, we've heard great things about Frank Barama's on the shelf right now with injury. Do you think they have enough at that center position um, you know, to, to be effective at that position once they get into ACC play and in their tougher games? I think for what we need from the center position, absolutely. I think both those guys have, have gotten a lot better, um, Frank and Jesse, especially Jesse. You know, we haven't seen Frank a lot, but from what we've seen early on, he, he's definitely improved. Um, but we, we're not going to you know, throw the ball to, down to those guys and tell them to go get 20 and 10. You know, those guys, they have to be active in the zone. They have to be talking. They have to be mobile, you know, altering shots, blocking shots, and um, you know, just making sure people are in the right spots in the zone. And then offensively, uh, you know, get the lobs, get the drop-offs, the dump-offs, and, and, and make sure we're finishing and being strong at the rim. And when we get fouled, uh, it's always a plus when we're able to make free throws. So I like those two guys. I think, um, you know, we could, they could play off each other. And uh, I, I think that position is, uh, it's not a, a position that we're looking at as a weak point. I think it's, um, it, it's not, it's, it's one of the stronger points. I think we've, uh, we've done well at that position in developing those guys. So uh, we asked the question to Jeff Goodman last week. I asked the question to Mike McAllister. Paulie and I talked about it a little bit. I'm going to ask you the question. Uh, who's the X factor on this team? Uh, or, you know, who's the most important player for the success of this team, in your opinion? Uh, so it, that's, it's, it's different than the best player, right? The X right. factor. I, right. I think, you know, obviously the best player on the team uh, it has been Buddy Bayheim, and he's going to score the ball. Uh, but I think for this team to really win and, and, and do well and, and go deep in the tournament, I think it has to be Joe Girard. You know, I, I think um, just last year he had a lot of ups and downs. We saw towards the end of the year he, he played more consistent and he played better. 
Um, but I think this year is his year. He's, I think he's going to shoot the ball well. I think he's going to come in better shape uh, and just make better reads and, and, and lead the team from uh, from that point guard position. And we all know in, in every sport, football, quarterback, basketball, point guard, uh, you need that, that leader to – uh, to play good, to, to have success as a team. And I think Joe, he's ready for that. And, and I think he's the X factor for the year. Yeah, we're on the same page with that. That was my uh, answer as well. Uh, last one for you as we get you out of here, Eric. Uh, as you look at tonight, is there anything you expect to learn out of this game against Lafayette? I know, you know, we're going to learn a lot about this team in the near future with Battle for Atlantis and all the tough games after that. But in the, in the, the short term here, what are you looking to learn, if anything, out of this game tonight? I think you just want to see these guys go out and play hard and compete, you know, regardless of if it's Lafayette, Pace, whoever it is. You, you want to go out there and play hard. Uh, you want to share some things up on the, on the defensive side of the ball, get the rotations right, the communication. And then offensively, when we're in the half court, you want to execute. Um, and I think if we can do those things, play hard, um, I, we'll take care of business tonight, obviously. But um, it's, it's just about ourselves in these games, to be honest. You want to continue to get better. You don't just want to squeak these ones out. You want to get better and um, have that momentum going into the next game because, you know, as we see down the road, it's going to it's gonna come quick. we got Villanova, VCU, and obviously, uh, you know, the tournaments in, in uh, Bahamas and New York City. So um, the competition will come up pretty quickly. All right, Eric. I'm looking forward to doing the post-game show with you this year. Enjoy the game tonight. Uh, we'll get you on the next one. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk hoop soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Steve. All right, there he is. Eric Devendorf. Again, it'll be myself and former LeMoyne head coach Steve Evans on the postgame show tonight. So right after the final horn, you can tune in uh, to the postgame show right here on ESPN Radio and uh, QSportsTalk.com. We'll have uh, Jim Boeheim's postgame press conference plus analysis from Steve Evans on the show tonight, and then Eric Devendorf will be joining me throughout the rest of the season. And uh, we'll do our watch parties also during the games. Jordan, I believe, is hosting tonight. And uh, we'll get into more celebrity uh former players hosting them also. So lots of big plans on Q Sports. So if I come here to watch the end of the game, I'm going to have to sit here in Jordan with Jordan and watch the game? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I was kidding. <laughs> I mean, I, it sounds awful, but <laughs> it's not a problem at all. Um, I'll probably come down at halftime, I would say. Okay. Probably travel. Well, you can uh, be on the watch party. Yeah, then. I'll probably watch the second half um, or at least some of the games. See if you end. react. Yeah. Um, Jordan is intense. Is he? Yeah. Okay. He's one of those guys you don't want to be in like a bar with watching sports. Maybe I'll just put headphones on and watch the game and pretend I'm doing other things. <laughs> uh, all right, we got to take a timeout. Phone line's now back open, 315-437-7644. Back after this on ESPN Radio.